Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Crystal. And it's Halia. And today we're going to do our episode on how to price your lash services or also how to decide what you want your hourly rate to be for you and your business. And also when to start charging certain prices and your beginning prices as well. So we're assuming that you maybe just got certified and you're looking to start working and you're like, hey, well, first I need to get models and get my time Mm -hmm. up and do better with seeing how my retention is going to be with my products that I'm using and all those little things that really do matter for your business. Yes. So you'll definitely need to obviously make sure that you have a handful of people that you're able to practice on free of charge just so you can get the practice and start learning exactly what to do, what not to do, and how your retention is going to be, like Italia said, so that you can kind of see where you are and see what you need to work on. And obviously, that comes with getting your time down as well because obviously you can't be charging if you're taking five hours on one person. So the first handful of people are going to be free so that you can get your practice. So a lot of people will do like three to five people for free and then they'll do like three to five people for the cost of the product. So what they are like basically spending on each person, they'll charge them that. Mm -hmm. Then maybe the next three to five people, they'll do half price. And then maybe the next three to five people, they'll do like 75% charge. And then if they feel confident then, then they'll do full price. price. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of just depends on how you are. So some people catch on faster than other people. So if you're a really fast learner and you feel like you're doing really good, your retention's good, your time is doing well, then you can move up maybe and just do three people per time and go up by that. If you feel like, okay, it's taking me a little bit longer or I don't feel like it's good enough, maybe Mm -hmm. you can do five people for each of those. So it kind of just depends on you personally, but that's just kind of a little idea of what you can do. You can, you don't have to do exactly like that. Um, But yeah, just choose based on you and what works for you personally yeah and it also depends on like the rate that you are learning because some people may be doing it on the side just kind of learning on the side not going full in it and with lashing it's something that is like a muscle you have to practice every day to get better and if you're maybe like doing it on the side only doing it once a week or you're not going to get to where you need to be as fast as you maybe should if you're doing it less. So it just kind of depends on that as well, how serious you're taking it and how much you're practicing in the beginning because you do have to get your muscle memory down and it becomes more familiar the more you do do it. it. Yeah, and you want to develop those fine motor skills with your hands because you're using both hands. So you just want to make sure that you are doing it at least every day for at Mm -hmm. least 20 to 30 minutes. And if you don't have a model to do it on, then you can just do it on your mannequin and like some strip lashes. Or it's really easy to find models. So a lot of people always ask, like, how do I find models? Like, you can post on Facebook groups or mm-hmm. social Friends media. Yeah, like, there's a lot yeah. of people, especially when you're doing it for free or very low exactly. cost. It should be really easy to find people <laughs> because people are – and you just kind of give them a disclaimer, like, hey, listen, I'm new. I'm, yep. like, really slow. Like, it's going to be a good amount of hours, but I'll make sure I still have you looking good and stuff like that. And people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, yeah, like, I always wanted to try it. And, like, what better time to try it is when it's free. So yeah. It shouldn't be hard to find that. 
So the number one way to find what you should be charging for your services, as well as like what you want your personal hourly rate to like be mm-hmm. in range around is cost. So cost for your products, for your time, for your knowledge and your training, yep. all of that comes into play when you're trying to decide exactly how much you should charge. So first you should think about the investments that you made. So that mm-hmm. means like, okay, let me add up all the money I spent on my classes, all the time and effort I put into yep. those classes. And you want to see what that entails because that will say, okay, well, you know, like I did spend a few thousand dollars on it. Like I need to make sure I make that back Um, as well as the time and effort. You know, you can't really put that into money, but you can definitely still add that in. Yeah. You also have to keep in mind, like if somebody is out there doing lashes and they're they're not a licensed cosmetologist and if they're not a certified technician and they're charging certain prices, and you charge the same amount, but you spent thousands of more dollars and more time and more effort to become a professional and they're not, you're going to be really upset that somebody is out there who didn't put the time, who didn't put the money in, and is making the same amount of money as you. It just doesn't make sense. So just know when you are thinking about pricing that you are actually taking that into account that I am educated and I did put time into this and I am worth you know, whatever it is that you think that you're worth and what's around your area. So just understand that your education does play a big role in what you charge. Yeah. So that's the next one exactly is your worth. So the value that you have is such a huge part of it. So don't Mm -hmm. overlook the fact that like you are severely trained and you are licensed or whatever. Don't overlook that because that really does matter. And you don't need to sit there and explain that to your clients if you don't want to. Um, For me, like me and Crystal don't talk to every single client and say, hey, we have all these certifications or we're licensed. Mm -hmm. Like that's all posted on the wall for them to see and know. Um, And, you know, a lot of people do look at it. I see a lot of people look at it and I don't even have to explain as well. That's listed on my site and everywhere so that people can can see that before they book with us. Yeah. Um, they can see that, that is displayed that. in the studio. Yeah. So that's definitely something that you can show without even having to speak of it and, or explain yourself to anybody. Mm-hmm. So definitely make sure that if you do have those certifications and licensing, just make sure you display that for everybody to see. And then you won't even mm-hmm. really have to have the conversation about it. If certain clients are questioning why your prices may be higher than somebody else and they don't understand, you know, that you have an extensive, extensive, education on what you're doing you know it's not for them to always understand but just know don't let that like you don't let that make you question your worth because you know you are the professional you've been in the industry they're not and you can explain that to them but don't let people come in here and make you feel like oh why aren't you charging their price because they're cheaper why why do you get to charge more? And there is a reason for that if you are certified and you do have these certain qualifications. So just don't let people make you feel like, what is the word? Not downgraded, but don't let people downplay you. Is that the word? You can say that. Don't let people downplay you into feeling like you're not worth what you're charging. So the next thing I would say would be your daily costs. So like kind of like me and Crystal had to do it. We need to redo it. 
or I've done it a while ago, but we need to like seriously go through and say, okay, how much does each pillowcase cost mm-hmm. me? How much does each wipe between each person cost me? All that matters because yeah. even though it sounds like little, like small and petty, it is not. Like that's a business cost, it's a business expense, and you need to be adding that up and seeing how much each person is costing you in those type of supplies, not just the lash extensions or the glue or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as well as the time, and you need to add all that up, and that's how you are going to do it. So for us, we buy let's say a hundred pillowcases in a box and maybe it's like the box is like 25 bucks. So you're going to do a hundred divided by $25 and figure out how much each pillowcase is. And same with the gloves, literally everything, everything you go through in one service, you need to add that up. Just so you know exactly how much it costs you to provide that service. And then as well as if you are renting out of a space, you have to have that into account how much per day yeah that that's how much you're spending to be in a place like that providing the service so that takes an account too for you providing that service because you have to pay that rent to be in there to do the service and then how long that service specifically is taking you whether it's a fill or a full set or a brow service whatever it may be you need to make sure that you just have all those written out just for your business purposes so that Mm -hmm. you can always reflect on that when you want to change your prices or whatever goes on in your business so that brings us to the competitive pricing so this is also a big factor of like choosing what you want to make an hour as well Mm -hmm. as you want to make um, or make your lashes cost. Yes, you have to take a look around. We said this in previous episodes. You do have to take a look around at the people near you and mm-hmm. see what they're charging for volume and everything. And like me and Crystal said a million times before, we use Nova Lashes, a yes. way be- better, higher quality product than a lot of others. And our products are much more expensive. Yeah, so like our glue, a bottle of glue is like what, like $130? $130. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of people- It's in a very expensive training to get certified to even be able to buy their products and then there's people who used a $20 bottle or $50 bottle Mm -hmm. whatever you use you have to make sure people know that you're using a great product as well as you need to show that in your pricing because literally you can't lose money or just break even you're supposed to profit off your job so you definitely want to make sure you're taking into account all of those expenses so you don't want to just go solely based off the other people around you, but it is a huge factor and you definitely want to like write down the closest places, like maybe the top five mm-hmm. closest places of what they're charging for each thing and then come up with a price that works for you based off your daily costs, your monthly costs, whatever yes. you came up with that and just make sure you're profiting overall. And it's a lot of work at first, but once you do it the one time, you should be good and maybe mm-hmm. that's something you do once a year, and then just once every six months. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like Italia was saying, you don't want to base your prices solely just off of what other people are charging. So obviously, you want to look around just to see what the ball field is, ball field is in your area just to see what there is out there. So you can take that into consideration and then also apply what we were talking about, about how much it costs you and how much you want to be making profit off of that and how much you want to be making hourly and then make your decision on what you feel is comfortable. So deciding your hourly rate is another thing because I've mentioned that before. And for me, I came up with mine that I wanted to make around $35 an hour because our product, like I said, is very expensive Mm -hmm. as well as I do want to make a profit. So my goal is to make $35 an hour. So 
Therefore, there's days that I make exactly that. There's days that I make more than that. So that just depends on me. But that's based on, I base that on my product cost, my time, mm-hmm. my experience, yeah. my knowledge, my training, all that stuff is what I base my number off of. And I just looked at my numbers that I came up with for my daily monthly cost. And I said, okay, there's my numbers. You know, I think that to make a good profit, to afford to have a studio, to afford all these other luxuries that I, we provide snacks and drinks for free Mm -hmm. and all these other things that you have to take into account that we do for our clients, as well as like the to-go bags and aftercare cars and stuff that you give, no matter if they buy the aftercare or not, Mm -hmm. we have to take that all into account. So for me to make a profit every time and it'd be a good enough profit to survive, Mm -hmm. I came up with that I wanted to make $35 an hour. Yes. So when you're first starting, going back to having the prices of, you know, having the process of you having to take your practice people for free, and then once you figure out kind of the gist of what you think you'll be charging for full price, then you can go based off of that to charge people a discounted price once you do start charging new clients. So let's just say, for example, that you want your classic full set to be $150 for a full set, then maybe you can start by doing maybe like a tie set three people for half of that. 75 Which is $75. And then maybe the first few people, then you can do like the next month, let's say this month you're doing a special for a $99 classic set. So you can just get a full month of practicing for new people doing it that way. And then once you feel comfortable enough, if you feel comfortable enough after that month, then you can charge full price after that. Yeah. So you just want to base that on your time and what you're seeing. If you're having those clients come back for fills, Mm -hmm. you want to see if they're following aftercare. You want to see how the aftercare is working. You want to see how your retention is holding up because that's number one. The feeling of them, the look of them, and how they long their lasting is a big deal for a lot of people because people want low maintenance. A lot of people mm-hmm. get lash extensions for the low maintenance. So if there's so much they have to do or they have to come back once a week, that's kind of a lot for a lot of people. And there's a lot of people that don't have time to do all that. So yeah. you definitely want to make sure that you're providing something good and a little bit different than others as well as you're trying to keep as low maintenance as possible. So for us, they only have to come either every three weeks or every other, or every four weeks and then they just have to clean with the oil pads every night and brush them twice a day. That's yeah. it. So like for a lot of people, you know, coming one to one and a half hours once a month is really easy for them mm-hmm. as well as the nightly routine for caring for them is also very easy. So we have a lot of people who just love getting extensions because they're like, oh my God, I wake up and I can just go. I don't have to do mascara. I don't have to worry about it bleeding. I can go swimming with these on, you know, it's just the easy care and the easy, like, you know, low maintenance of them is just the number one. Yeah. And you don't want to be charging full price if, you know, obviously your retention, things aren't lasting. Clients are going to be unhappy if they pay full price for something and it's not lasting. So that's something you have to keep in mind to get your retention down and make sure you're applying correctly so that you do have good retention and things like that. And that's what a lot of people do. I feel like a lot of people, I really truly believe they're so in a rush to make money and to like profit from it because you do have to put a lot of money out to even start your models because you have mm-hmm. to have a bed. You have to yeah. have a light. You it's can't even do that. Start, yeah. yeah. And I just feel like a lot of people are like, okay, like I want to hurry and make money. I need profit. Like I need money back. <laughs> I already spent so much. And like, I totally get that. And I understand it. But 
if you rush that, you're going to have, it's going to look bad on you. It's going to look bad. Like you don't want people out there saying, oh, I paid $150 full price for my set and it lasted less than a week or one week. Like Mm -hmm. that's not good on you and it's not worth the money to have a bad name. So you definitely, especially when you're starting out and people are just hearing of you, you don't want the first thing to hear from several people is a bad thing because you're not holding up your side of the stick. So you definitely want to make sure that your side is to make sure you're doing a good job and applying them correctly and using good products and their side is the aftercare and just keep taking care of them till they see you the next time so if you're not doing your part and they can't do their part because your part's not holding up that's (laughs) not a good you know match so yeah you definitely want to just make sure you're like actually putting in the effort and really checking how the retention is going and you know taking your fault if it is your fault yeah and yeah exactly so don't rush things because there is no longevity in that if you're just trying to rush and hurry up and you know get all these clients and just make money fast and make money it's there's no longevity in it longevity in it if you don't take your time to really master your craft so yeah so i just remember to take your time and it's okay that's that's how it goes in the beginning you're gonna be slower it's gonna take time to build up that speed it's gonna take time to build up that experience and that clientele so don't beat yourself up in the beginning it is hard and it is hard work so if you just do it and put in the work, you'll be fine. So me and Crystal also have mentioned before, like to set yourself apart as well from other people, do things other people don't, mm-hmm. you know, look around and see what people do good, what people don't do good and, you know, make your business the best business out there. And one of the reasons or ways you can do that is to maybe supply the aftercare in the full set price. So maybe add a few dollars that you are still making off the aftercare or, you know, making sure you're not losing any money out on it, but adding the supply, the aftercare supply into that, the full set price so that those people aren't looking at the full set price and they come in and they have to pay more. Maybe that will set you apart if that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you can just give some free under eye mask or mm-hmm. some free, free brow mask or something that you can add in there just to make people feel like, oh, wow, thank you. Like they mm-hmm. can go home and do a little bit of self-care or anything. Yeah. There can be other things too. Those are just a few examples, but something like that to set yourself apart that just make people say, oh, like, wow, look, like, look what I got. I've never gotten something like this before. Like, mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised. You think, oh, that's so stupid or little. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you'll be surprised how many people are like, oh my God, I've never used under iPads like yeah. at home. And they're like, I'm excited to try them. Like, seriously, you, you would never believe the amount of people who haven't done it. Yeah. And it's more about the principle of like, wow, like, that's so cool that she gave me this. And like, it's just something a little extra to add on to be like, oh, like, I like how I was treated here. Yeah. And a lot of people take that experience home with them. We have so many people that will go home and then message us later or mm-hmm. go home and like review us um, automatically like 10 minutes after the appointment. Like, you'll be surprised how well you treat people and make them feel like they've been taken care of and not just like hey give me your money leave like that's not a good feeling and a lot of people the little things matter yeah Yeah. because like I had a client the other day that literally she never does anything for herself and she finally came and got a lash lift and tin and her brows done and then she was just like so happy because she's like I don't ever get anything done so she finally did and then I like treated her very well and she was very Mm -hmm. thankful for that and like she went home left me a review right away you know she tipped me well and that is like a huge part of it the way that you the experience you give your clients is a huge part of it so I just want to say like 
add that into your price. If you have to buy a few extra items, if mm-hmm. you have to spend extra time, do that because that is what's going to keep a consistent client, not just your work alone. It's mm-hmm. also you as the business owner, as the employee, as the lash artist. Yeah. So the next thing we wanted to talk about just really briefly is you need to know when it's time to raise your prices because obviously when you first start, you're not going to have as any much experience in the beginning. But as you grow as a lash artist and as you grow as a business owner and as you grow with your business, you are going to gain more experience, gain more knowledge, gain more everything. You're probably going to get faster. You're going to get better at things. So that comes with adding more value. That comes with you and your services being more valuable, meaning that you are able to increase the price of that because now this person is paying for your experience as well as all your education and skill set. So a good way to know when it's time is if you have a lot of people, you're fully booked, you have a lot of people, mm-hmm. you have a wait list, you can't fit anybody else. That's a way to do it. So it sounds bad to say like, oh, raise your prices and like there's people that are going to not want to pay anymore and leave. Like it's sad to say that and it doesn't sound right doing that, but yeah. that is a way to do it because, you know, you want to work smarter, not harder. Yeah. So if you can do less clients make the same, same amount of exactly. money, why would you not do that? Exactly. So it's not to be rude to kick people out like, oh, they can't afford it anymore. Kick them out. It's not to be like that. It's like literally it's like, okay, like I'm highly wanted right now for my lash extensions. Okay, now I'm going to like raise my prices a little bit. And then for the people who are willing to pay, they can come in, you know, and that that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And you don't have to feel guilty or feel like, oh, that's wrong. It's not like that's a part of business. Like you can't take those things personal. It's really it is business. Yeah. And that's the idea of it. You're supposed to be getting paid more for working less because you've earned it to be where you are after years and years of experience that's not something that's going to be in six months after you start i mean i'm not saying it couldn't but it's rare that that's going to be six months but i mean regardless even if you do get a very good amount of experience in six months your six months self compared to your six year self, it's going to be a difference regardless yeah and another way would be inflation so Every mm-hmm. year, you know, Price inflation is, is how it, it works. So <laughs> you have to keep up with that. So yeah. like me and Crystal raised our fill prices $10 this year from last year because, okay, inflation and inflation has been going up very rapidly recently. So we definitely had to keep up and, you know, um, not just product costs, but our time. And we're know, in a new space. We're yes. paying rent. There's just a whole bunch of different costs yeah. that we didn't have before. So mm-hmm. you just have to keep up with what you are. So, you know, if you're going and you're getting a renting a b- bigger space, you ha- might have to charge a little mm-hmm. bit no- more now because you have a bigger space that you have to, you know, and your clients should understand that and realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people aren't going to want to pay $30 more just because you got in a bigger space. You need to be offering something else with that $30 upcharge that you changed your prices to for that. You don't want to just be like, oh, guys, I'm big time now. I'm in this big spot, $30 more. You know, like you find something that can make it worth it for your clients. Exactly. You upgrade your space. So you're upgrading your business. You're upgrading the services you're providing. And then that's where the value comes into where you can charge more. And that's what me and Crystal discussed a lot recently is just like experience. Like experience is such a big thing in our industry that a lot of people I feel like don't talk about or a lot of people just don't realize. But the experience that you Mm -hmm. give your clients is just so big. So just realize that there are so many ways you can 
upgrade do that. Their yeah. Experience. So just find little ways and do research online. I don't know. Go to the beauty store and find little products you can get mm-hmm. out. Like anything like that is a good way to really make your clients feel special. Exactly. Because that's what you want your clients to come in here and not expect them. They you want your clients to come in and not expect to be treated the way they're going to be treated and they have like this 10 out of 10 experience and they're like oh my god I wasn't expecting to walk into this and have all these other little things that make me feel special and that's gonna you know have a good taste in their mouth and then tell other people but also make them feel good and that's like the number one thing is you want to provide a service that one obviously the one the service that they're getting but also an experience for them to be like wow like this place is really awesome and something you can give them, part of the experience is actually free. The best thing you can give is knowledge, your knowledge. Mm-hmm. So literally letting people know Educating what they're them. getting done, how they should care for them, why you're different, how your lashes are better, whatever it is, letting them know and fully explaining and making sure they're understanding and asking questions and realizing what they're getting done and how to properly take care of them afterwards and how to properly upkeep for them with their fills and everything like they need to know. That is huge because people don't want to go on your website and read you know, 10 paragraphs on what to do. So you just want to make sure you're providing a good amount of information there to their faces so that, you know, you don't have problems other times as well as they are fully educated. Yeah. And that makes them feel so much more comfortable and then also trust you that much more because not only do they trust you because you know what you're talking about, but they're glad that you are providing them with some type of education, especially in the lash industry. I feel like There's just so much that needs to be talked about that is not talked about due to like lash health and your eye health. Like it's such an important thing that people just go in thinking like, oh, it's just another beauty service that I'm just, you know, want my lashes to be done. But there's so much more that goes into it that should be talked about it. It should be talked about and the client should be educated on every single time they get something like that done and you only get one like one pair of eyes yes. and I always say that to people like <laughs> we do take it very seriously you get one pair and we want to take care of them and we yeah. want to treat them like they should be so you definitely just want to make sure you are doing the best you can in all aspects because it really does show to mm-hmm. your clients as well as that's the best way to grow your business is to just have good words from everyone yeah well, thank you guys for listening we appreciate it and go ahead and follow us on all of our socials at Lash Girls Need Love Too and leave us a rate, rating and review. <laughs> yes. And leave us suggestions. Yes. And if you guys have any questions, I've been getting some recently, so it's exciting. Um, leave us any questions in our DMs, our personal ones as well, mm-hmm. our personal lash pages. And thanks again for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.